Guardians. Don't I don't know. Sugar <laughs> 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 we'll go with Guardians yeah, this week. Yeah, I like right. Guardians. That, yeah. uh, hey, it's Chris, Fancy Plants Podcast. It's episode 27. And guess who's here? Hi. It's Sue. Hello. And Amanda. Hello, ladies. How are you doing? Good. Tired. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all have a little bit of that on today, unfortunately. Oh, but- yeah. How are you feeling? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Had some wine yesterday, so I'm a little tired today, but I mean, it, it happens once in a while. So what do you do? Chris is feeling a little bit fragile. A little under under the weather, but... We're, we're, we're just going to poke at her the rest yeah. of the hour. <laughs> but I'm here for you guys and you ladies. So here we are. Here I am. You are. You're a trooper. You made it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was watching you delicately nurse that water bottle earlier. So. Yeah. And it's been like a long time since like it's nighttime now from yesterday. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to do my best here. I might. You guys might just get to talk more. <laughs> Please talk more. No, okay. we, we'll try. <laughs> awesome. So you guys well, Sue, you in particular have some interesting stuff going on because uh, you are packing to move. How is it going? Yeah, we're packing to move. We move in two weeks from the day this is aired. So, that is crazy. Yeah. So it's going, it's pretty good. Like we had most of the house to sell packed up. So there's not a whole bunch of junk to go through or anything. So it's just kind of nice. But got all the tops of the cupboards, like the the top shelves of the cupboards emptied out today in the kitchen and down to the bare minimums in the kitchen. So that's good. But if we keep going like this, we'll not have anything left. Did you ask uh, Kevin what he thought about his impending move? Yeah, he's pretty nervous because he likes on top of the cupboards and in the new house on top of the kitchen cupboards. First of all, there's not really any um, windows in the kitchen. Um, There's tons of windows in the house, but not in the kitchen. There's a door and the cupboards go almost to the ceiling so he won't fit up there. So I don't know. We're pretty nervous of where to put him because he's 30 feet long. And thick, like not just one strand. Yeah. He is, there's, I don't even know how many and strands. he is, what kind of pothos? He is a satin pothos. Satin pothos. Yeah. And he's one of my, one of my prides and joys. I've had him for a long time. We have a good, good relationship. But yeah, he's a little nervous about moving. I figured out how I'm going to pack him. Oh, that's good. Because it's going to be cold. Yeah. He's going to get his own box because he's in such a big pot. And, yeah. Um, he's going to get his own box and I'm going to coil him all around. And we're going to put a bag in the box. That's how I'm going to plant my, move my plants. Is I'm going to put the yard bag, like the clear bag, in the box. Put my plants in the boxes. Tie up the bag. Close up the box. Make sure you pack them in there tight. Yeah. Um, the ones in pots, because most of my plants are in like ceramic or yeah. porcelain pots and stuff. So I'm going to have to put paper in between them to make sure they don't like rattle together and break. So when you say tight, you mean as many as possible in the box? So um, you know how you we've all seen florists wrap up flowers, right? So in a perfect world, you want to like make a cone out of paper and set your pot down in it so all your foliage goes up. Yeah. 
and get those pots crammed in there as tight as you can to each other because then nothing's going to fall over. Right. Yeah. So I bought um, paper so I can just kind of do that. Yeah. Nice. And then um, if it is, um, well, you're you're moving. So uh, when it is bone-chillingly cold outside, because that's that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and by bone-chillingly cold, I mean minus 40. Yep. Because it's February, and that's when we get minus 40 for, like, 28 days. Yeah, and it's just Murphy's Law. I'm moving. Like, yeah, so exactly. sorry, Alberta peeps, if you need someone to blame for the cold weather spell that we're starting to have now, it's my fault. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's his fault. Yeah, minus 51 wind chills. Yeah. Um, Stop by uh, whatever your favorite uh, cheap grocery store is and buy the cheapest bag of rice you can find. And oh, you're looking at me like I have six heads like, what? Um, throw it into um, Ziploc freezer bags and throw it in the microwave for a little bit. Oh, okay. And line the bottom of your box with your couple of Ziploc freezer bags that have your warm rice in it. My cheap warm rice? Yeah. Okay. All right. Make sure it's cheap rice, though, because you're not going to want to cook that after. Yeah, no. I'll make sure it's I cheap mean, rice. I mean, why not, though? If it's, a, it's in a baggie. And just well, wait. I just can't imagine how much it, how chewy it probably is after you've microwaved the ever-loving uh, oblivion. I have a question, though. <laughs> is there such thing as not cheap rice? Yeah, there is. Oh. Yeah, like, when was the last time you bought fancy wild rice? Like, that, you, you could go bankrupt buying wild rice. You look very um, intense about this rice. <laughs> I'm enjoying yeah. it. <laughs> I know. Amanda not only is a plant expert, but she is a rice expert. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't even think I've ever paid attention to how much. Because we don't go through the brown rice, like the wild rice as much. I have it, but I don't think I ever paid attention to how much not it a was. Fan. I really like, like, a uh, cold wild rice salad. Mm. It's really good. Capers and all sorts of, like, yeah. goodness. I'm hungry, so. And I don't mind wild rice. I got a cheeseburger on order <laughs> <laughs> to, to help with this uh, delicate condition I'm in. Because <laughs> <laughs> a cheeseburger helps everything. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. Um, any other tips for, now that we're talking about it, might as well continue on with any tips for moving plants in cold weather. Or yeah. what you're doing. Like, well, I was going to plan on, I have like a bunch of those little things that you put, the hot mat, the hot hands. Hot, hot paws. Yeah. yeah. So I have a, like a Costco box of those. So I was just going to open up a pack and then throw one in each of the, <laughs> each of the bags. Like when I tie them up so it helps keep the air warm. Because yeah. those get pretty toasty. And to be honest, I could probably buy a new box because I've had that box for a really long time. And I'll need them out there. But then... um. Yeah, that was that was going to be my go-to, but maybe I'll do the rice thing because then it can evenly disperse the heat. Yeah, well, and it, it's cheap and it's easy, right? Yeah. Um, the hot paws are expensive. They are. They're, they're ridiculously expensive, whereas you can, yeah. Yeah, rice, rice is probably too much uh, Yeah, Ziploc freezer bags and rice, no name everything. Yeah, it'll be great. I might go microwave some rice and put it on my feet right now because it's really cold down here. It is today. freezing down <laughs> yeah, here today. Yeah, I got, like cold. my feet tucked up underneath me, my wool socks on. <laughs> For those of you that aren't in Alberta, we have had like what minus two, minus five, Celsius, which is yeah, it's been Celsius. So mild. Very mild winter, and we kind of got accustomed to it. And then all of a sudden, it was minus twenty-seven this week. Yeah, and suddenly, like it was just like oh, and that was because we had. My dad was going to bring his trailer to our house so that we can load up the backyard, like all the lawn ornaments and like we have like a little a Chinese house and a stone Buddha and little things like that. 
and, you know, a wheelbarrow full of plants and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. We're going to load it up. Because we had that all planned that day. It was a little bit nipply out. Well, and I'm I'm watering like two and three times a day right now, right? So um, I know everybody's thinking. Your trees. Yeah. Well, trees, I, trees. at work, yeah. yeah and I yeah. know everybody's thinking like maybe maybe garden hose, whatever. So what we do is we set a house to water. And our greenhouses go between 115 and 150 liters of water a minute. And that is through overhead sprinklers. So you set the house to water and you put on all your rain gear and uh, a pair of like the latex gloves so that way you don't freeze your wet hands to metal door handles. And you walk into the greenhouse and you have to walk up and down each side and check to make sure that every sprinkler is going well properly. While they're on. That sounds fun. So, and then if you get one that's plugged, you have to go and take it off. And then you get this jet of freezing cold water spraying at you. And if you're really lucky, when you go to put the new one on, it doesn't thread in properly. And it sprays you in the eye. (laughs) I've had a garden hose do that before, like with the nozzle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that's pretty much exactly what it is. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Hmm. By the time I get back to the shop, I am a popsicle. Because our maintenance guys are in the work truck, our mini trucks we're using to sow trees. Like, I, I've got two feet in a heartbeat. This is the only way I'm getting around the site. Yeah, that's, uh, that's cold. I, I, don't, I don't love that part in the winter, I don't think. No, I've never I, done it, but I'm just saying. I go through several changes of clothes in a day. Yeah. Several. I'm colder just talking about it, honestly. Yeah, it's... it's um, but on the warm side, you also get to see, sit there when it's minus whatever outside. And inside the greenhouse... It's 27 degrees and you're in a tank top and crops. No, no, because I'm checking all of the crops. So I go out to the greenhouse in just enough clothes so I don't die. And then I get into the greenhouse. (laughs) Sorry. uh, I mean, that's good. (laughs) Princess Olive just came tearing in here. Like, sound like someone on a typewriter. She's got the zoomies. (laughs) Yeah, she's very excited today. I don't know why. So yeah, I get into the greenhouse and it's 27 degrees in there, which is incredible. But then you have to try not to melt with all the clothes you need to have, have on to get to the greenhouse. Looking forward to warmer times because Absolutely. it seems like that's all we do now. So you, Amanda, received a package. I did. Um, you know, other than uh, my accidentally getting drunk and ordering orchids, uh, which arrived beautifully, by the way. Perfect. Um, <laughs> The, uh, my, my seeds came from my garden for next spring. So I'm excited about that. Uh, West coast seeds, they do, they do great work and their seeds are beautiful and I got everything and what'd you get? Uh, let's see, what are we doing this year? We're doing cucumbers, uh, green beans, carrots. What else am I doing? Uh, a little bit of arugula, just a small, small garden. Um, we do container gardens at work, so. I oh, so you get some food there too. Well, that's this is where I'm planting everything. Yeah. Oh, so gotcha. I've got uh, two four by four grip bags, so I order um, bush varieties of everything, so it doesn't take up too much space. So I don't have to stake my green beans. They're bush varieties. They're only going to get you know twelve to fifteen inches tall. Good producers, short season stuff. It's great. I okay. I have a confession about. <laughs> Oh my God, so lame. I have a confession about lettuce. 
I don't know what it is, but when I have lettuce directly from a garden and not from the store, it actually bothers me. I'm like, all I can think is like, oh, there's a bug on there. Or, oh, it's, it's like exposed to the elements. And it's the dumbest thing because obviously other lettuce is grown like that. And I don't know. I just have this weird mental block about it. You, do you also believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows? I refuse to answer that. All right. <laughs> but it's it's so strange. Like, it's just this mental yeah. thing. Yeah, I that's, have. And like, that's funny. You wash that too. Like, you wash it. So, right? you know, you wash the bugs off. Yeah, I don't know. I do have to say, I like it, but I do find that like when you buy lettuce at a store versus when I grow it, it's always crunchier from the store. Like my romaine and everything, like last year I had tons of romaine lettuce and it was awesome, but it wasn't as crisp as like when you go and buy a head of romaine at the store for some reason. I don't know what it is, but I do. I like it. It has more flavor. It's mm. It feels healthier because you just... I, I, I like how pretty it is. Like, mm-hmm. oh, garden lettuce is pretty. It is. It's very pretty. <laughs> it's a it different color green than the stuff you get in the store. It is. It's a different, and it's sweeter. Like, not that lettuce is sweet. Like, it tastes like sunshine, though. But well, I, I found tomatoes last year to be, taste way better than store tomatoes. Like, oh, absolutely. Right? Like, oh, it was, yeah. It was yeah. crazy, the difference. And carrots. Oh, nothing. How do you like grow them. carrots in a container? Uh, my containers at work are about three feet deep. And then, like, what's the dimensions? Of four foot by four foot square and about three feet deep. Okay. So there's no trouble then. Yeah. You can grow them in a pot as well, just so long as you have enough depth in the pot for your carrots. What would be a minimum depth, do you think? Uh, Depends on your carrot, too. It does. You can can get uh, short carrots and round carrots and so on and so forth. Um, I would go 12 to 15 inches. Okay. That's cool. I might try that. Yeah. Like, I... You can get a garden pot that would fit that for easy, or even like those garden bags that are like a canvas bag, and those would probably be plenty deep enough. Oh, yeah. I, I grew them in my flower, in my raised beds. They were good. And if you do them with like nice soft potting soil, there's nothing to make them all like twisted. goblin style, you know, but twisted, it's weird, kind stunted of fun. carrots. Like when you pull out your carrots and they're all like, you know, they're in like a dirty pose or <laughs> they look like twisted sisters. Those, that's kind of fun. I, I hate it when like you get one that's hanging a little to the left though, start it growing straight, then just shot off yeah. straight to the left. You try and pull it, it breaks off halfway. You're like, oh. Or when you pull it out, it's just kind of gonzoed. It just looks weird. I haven't picked carrots since I was a kid Ooh. on my grandma's and grandpa's farm. I can't wait. I have a greenhouse and it's a decent size. Greenhouse. So I'm really excited because I'm going to grow in there. Yeah, that'll be awesome. And it'll be awesome for me, too, because guess who's going to bring me Time vegetables? Out. It's you guys. You guys are bringing me vegetables. Yes. Well, yes. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I will bring vegetables. Actually, I'm going to have you come out and help pick vegetables. I would love to do that, actually. Yeah. You know, there's bugs yeah. out there, right? No, that's OK. I'm like, I'm getting over it. I'll I just... Pr- I'll protect you from the bugs. Thank you. I I won't throw spiders at you intentionally. How, How do, you do you accidentally throw yeah. a spider? It happens. <laughs> now, if I do, it's definitely unintentionally because, like, if a spider's on me, I'm gonna be like, Run. yeah, you can't know that. Yeah, sure, you can't control the the, yeah. the trajectory of the spider at that point. Yeah, but I mean, otherwise, I'll protect you from bugs. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, that'll be really fun. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm terrible when it comes to spiders and people. 
I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm just like, get over it. So uh, when I lived in Edmonton, the one of the greenhouses I worked at, I didn't. It took me a while to catch on, but one of the girls that I worked with was terrified of spiders. So she would always wait for me at the front of the shop and follow me because overnight the spiders rebuild all their webs, right? right? And she'd always follow me back to the lunchroom and, and put her stuff back. So I finally caught on. And would take this big convoluted zigzag route through all of the, and just not give her any, and she would just follow me. And she would curse at me the entire time. I'm like, well, you can always just walk back. She said, no. <laughs> not I, in I, the morning. I wouldn't have a problem walking back there, I don't think. Well, you get spider webs in the face. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. But Ooh. you get used to it. You just like karate chop your I was way just through, gonna say, bring your machete to work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's how I know karate. Like, if I ever had to be in a fight, <laughs> I would just pretend I'm walking through spider webs, and I'd be good at it because <laughs> that's what happens when I walk through spider webs. <laughs> I don't mind spiders, but if they're on me, then I don't like it. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah, yeah, everybody turns into a ninja when they're in the middle of a spider web, though. Right? Yeah. 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 Just ninja. No haunted houses for us, I suppose. No. Well, actually, no. I like haunted houses. The last haunted house that I was at, I just about peed my pants. Yeah. We were walking through the old Fort Edmonton in mm. because they used to do a big haunted house there and they do up the whole park and we're walking through this, this big building at the end and somebody who was a very brave soul in his own right was underneath a set of stairs and he reached out and would touch her ankle. <laughs> yeah. How he, how he survived the night, I have no idea, but I... Through the roof. I launched. I was gone. <laughs> I did a haunted house in Edmonton. Uh, it was kind of downtown. It wasn't the big one that was downtown. It was a different one. And it was scary. Like, I was scared. Legit. Yeah. Like, and they're like, well, and when you go in, they're like, well, no one's going to touch you and blah, blah, blah. Like, even though you know all of this stuff, it's still terrifying to have, right? like, we have psycho a, clown, clown chasing after you. We have a couple haunted houses here in Grand Prairie area. And they're pretty good. There's one out in Grovedale. And then there's one there at Evergreen. But I haven't, I've only been there once when they moved to Evergreen. But they used to do out by kind of towards La Glass um, in a field. And it, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, to try it out. It's fun yeah. because you know, like, in, you know, in your head, you're like, this is just people. And it, but the rush of being scared is there. So it's All pretty right, fun. So we're going to go scare the pants off of each other in the Perfect. fall. All right. Yeah, Perfect. done. And also, that was like a huge hop off the rabbit trail there <laughs> <laughs> well i can see how we went from spiders to haunted houses there's a, oh yeah yeah absolutely and we journey were, we we did all the seasons there yeah we got all seasons <laughs> yeah that's true that's true uh so when are you going to start planting in your containers is that soon no gosh no um i'll probably anything that i'm going to direct seed will probably be uh last week of may first oh wow first of june okay because you would think that in your greenhouse environment, you'd be able to start earlier. Uh, we'll we'll put the uh, uh, our container gardens are outside, so oh, it's okay. it's the same as having an okay. outdoor garden. I see. Um, I've got my lemon tree inside, and I've got my rosemary tree inside. I think we're gonna get rid of my spearmint and peppermint this year. I'll keep my strawberries there inside. I would definitely uh, take a couple peppermint slips off your hands. You want the whole plant? Well, maybe. I mean, I don't know if we could use it all, though. It's in a three-gallon pot. It's fine. That's pretty big. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. So we did some homework, and we decided that we would be talk. We will wanted to talk about plant apps 
So we went and we chose some apps related to plant care or just plants in general. And we are now going to have a discussion on our findings. Uh, so we're going to have a stab at some of them and others with that we like. Yeah, because yeah, there are some I didn't like. Yeah, yeah there were some absolutely terrible ones out there. <laughs> I, I just want to say that the plant identifying apps, um, if your developers are out there and you're listening, stop. <laughs> we got we to do a little better. Got to do a little better. There's, there's a lot. But- like, I, I understand it. There's so many plants out there. I totally get it. But it's, it needs it's, to be in the right kind of family. I, uh, close. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to take a picture of a pothos and get, you know, it trying to tell me that it's somebody's lawn. Yeah. Um, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you about the, a couple of them that I was uh, t- trying out. So this one will be really quick. This one is called Plant Guide, and that's literally what it is. So you can go in and you can search for a plant. And there's actually quite a lot of ways you can search. So you can do plant name, uh, type, height, bloom time, flower color, leaf color, light exposure, soil, evergreen, winter hardiness, the pH of soil, and special characteristics. So it looks like it's a pretty robust database. I didn't play around with it too much because I was more interested in finding apps that I could that would help me care for my plants. Um, but let's just see here. If I type in Hoya, what will happen? I think that's our litmus test for everything. Like, what does it give yeah. me when I type in Hoya? So it only <laughs> gives me one Hoya Carnosa. So obviously that's um, limited. Limited <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but even when you're in like the homepage of this, uh kind of showing lots of outside plants right away. I found a lot of stuff had a really heavy focus on outdoor plants as well. Yeah. yeah. And and trees in yeah. this one too. Yeah. Like if we wanted to do an episode ever of outdoor ones, we would definitely have. Oh, there's so many pick. great outdoor ones. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should so revisit many. this again with outdoor plants. Yeah. We too. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like we yeah. could do a big episode on that because there's just so many. So I kind of skipped over that one really quickly. I was like, okay, well, it's not quite what I was looking for. Um, The next one that I was using is called Plant Watering Reminder Care for Indoor Plants. So this was getting a little closer to what I was wanting to use an app for. This app was very simple. So it didn't have any of the search. It didn't have, um, it didn't have plant identification it didn't have anything like that literally it is add a plant and you put your own information in oh i like that yeah so i put oh oh my gosh you just got an ad actually because i'm looking at this app right now so i think you can actually pay to get rid of ads on this app i didn't do that for this one um but it's okay i just got another ad so that is a lot of like hate when apps do that (laughs) like i'm just i'm honestly just trying to click into the one plant i put into this app and now i just got a second ad uh, second time in a row. So that's a little bit annoying. Um, oh, I actually put three plants in this. Sorry. I put my Phil Hartleaf, a Hoya Memoria, and a David's Green Cup. And essentially all you do is uh, it just asks you to put in how many days of an interval you want to water it. And then it, you can flick on a reminder or not. And that's literally it. I, I do like that, though, because um, not not all... Snake plants are, are created equal, right? You know, is it a little one? Is it a big one? Is it somewhere where it's hot? 
you know, so you can go in there and say, okay, I know that I need to water this every three days and go from there. I guess if you're just trying to figure out and you're just starting out and you're trying to figure out, well, how often should I be doing this? I don't know. It might be a little limited, but. Yeah. If you want more guidance, uh, I would not suggest this, this app, but if yeah. you're just literally, literally looking for something simple where you can put a picture of your plant, the name of it, watering interval, and whether or not you want a reminder. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, this one might be good for you. Now, the one that I love the most uh, was called Planta. So this is the one that I found myself putting more of my plants in. I really liked the user experience uh, in the app and because it, it's pretty. And it was a little smarter than the other apps that I had tried. So it is actually, it will suggest to me like, oh, you have this kind of plant. This is the kind of light it should have. There's a light meter in the app too as well. Nice. Um, and it's saying it's kind of giving more guidance where it's like, okay, here's what you should be doing, um, which I thought was kind of neat. So what I also found though, is that I am ignoring the notifications as much as I can. So <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's on me. Um, but when you were looking at the plants, you can choose the site in your home where your plant is. You can then put some information about the site, like how much light there is. You can use the light meter. Um, you can talk a little bit, you know, put some information about the environment that the plants are in. And then when you're actually doing plants, you can take a picture of them to try to identify what they are. The only successful identification I got was for a marble queen pothos, which is a fairly like striking plant for itself. Like you know, there's not a lot that look the same mm -hmm. that are more common. And it was definitely, um, offering me more common plants when I was taking pictures of plants. So when I was taking a picture of my, when I was taking a picture of my Hoya Clistophylla, it had no idea what that was. Oh, and I'm terrible like that is like plant identification. I'm like, oh yeah, take this. <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm, I go out to stump them and unfortunately right? it's, it's not the way it should be. Well, there were a few plants that I actually could not put in this app because when I searched for them, the name wasn't there. So I did a little bit more work in it and um, you can put a plant in and then change the name later, but you have to kind of do it afterward. So that was, and when you have plants that are maybe a little less common, that can be a little frustrating. But what you can do is you can actually submit the plant name and, the, and a couple pictures to the developers and then they may or may not add that plant to the database. You can also oh, share. Interesting. Yeah. So you can also share your plants publicly if you want to. Uh, and add your pictures to the other pictures of the plants, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, and then you can all, it'll suggest plants for your spaces as well, depending on the criteria you had entered. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And then I'm just seeing there's a discover part, part um, kind of area where it's kind of giving me like golden pothos or trending. It's saying and then it's taking me to a list of trending plants that I could click into and learn more about. So, and the, oh, they have a plant of the week and the plant of the week this week is Spider an plant. Easter cactus. Oh, yeah. But it is kind of cool because it does have some recommendations for you. So I'm just looking at this e Easter cactus. Um, it's recommending it for me. So it's saying, yeah, you could probably grow this, Chris. <laughs> um, it's saying that it's easy. It likes shade and it's a low water and it's actually suggesting to me places in my home this plant will go based on 
the um, environment that I have stated that I have available. So that's kind of cool. Uh, and then it it knows it knows like what season you're in. So it also is like, okay, well, it's January, so you need to water this plant X amount of time. And then, you know, in the summer, it'll be different. It'll actually, it's smarter that way. Oh, nice. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. Uh, and it also shows like the ideal temperature you should grow your plant, the hardiness zone. Um, if you, when you can put a plant outside, when you should be repotting it and a whole bunch, including uh, toxicity as well. And the scientific name and other common names are listed also. So there's actually quite a lot of information on these plants. And so if you're looking for something where you're wanting an app to suggest things for you or to help you find places to put plants, I think this is a really cool, um, really cool app. So I should also mention that I did purchase a subscription for this. It cost 23 Canadian dollars for three months. You can actually buy a subscription for a year and it ended up being like, five bucks a month Canadian or something if you repay That's it. That's not terrible. Yeah, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't want to commit to a full year um, just because I wanted to see if I would actually use this. But so far, so good. Um, and then when it's saying the different sites you can put plants, there's a whole bunch. They are saying like, okay, is it a bathroom, bedroom, a hall, a kitchen, a living room, an office, balcony, patio, porch, and terrace. So it looks like this will support indoor and outdoor plants as well. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. There was a couple of things that I wanted it to do that it wouldn't do. Uh, one was for me to be able to right off the bat put a plant in with with whatever um, whatever its name was. But it looks like I can go back and change that. So I think I'm going to keep playing with this app and I'm just going to maybe try to pay more attention to to the notific or the uh, reminders that come in because it actually will remind you to fertilize as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is something that I need. So I felt this was really robust, even though the plant identifier, as we know, uh, with most of these things didn't work well. It still worked a little bit. Like I could still maybe scroll down and find the plant or I could just find it in a different way. So, yeah, it was I would recommend it, actually. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I, I looked up one that was very similar. It was called Flourish. It had the light, like so it has a light meter on it. It has a quiz on it that you can pick if you just want to take like a quiz for fun. It has uh, the plants, just like you were saying, there's kind of the base, kind of the base database of plants, pictures, and then people can upload their pictures and they'll all show up. So like, for example, um, if it says like a snake plant, then it'll show all the different kinds of snake plants in there. But it, it too wasn't as detailed, didn't have as much you know, variety in there. It uh, It's pretty much the same, though. You can submit pictures, like if there's a plant that you didn't, that isn't showing up for you that you can't find, you can submit it. They have um, some social media pages, so they have Instagram, and you can go look at all the the plants that are on Flourish, on the Flourish Instagram. Um, lots of ads. Nothing to buy. This one's, This one was free. So that's kind of, that's kind of cool. I think it's more simple. Like I think um, Planta was a little more advanced as far as like how it was developed and everything. It was pretty robust. Yeah. Yeah. This one's like more simple that way. Like not, not a lot of fancy to it, but it was, it does the job. So I thought that was a good one. And I tried Blossom. So Blossom, once again, the plant identifier. Mm -mm. <laughs> it was probably one of 
I'll put it as one of the the worst ones. Sorry, the people that make Blossom, because otherwise there's lots of things. It's pretty. It's nice and laid out. Um, has photo galleries. It too has the water reminders, fertilizer reminders, and lots of information you can explore. Uh, you can look up, you know, what plants, what they might need and everything. But I didn't find a plant, like a light meter on it. So that's where I thought that flourish was a little bit nicer. But I really did like the way that Blossom was laid out. It too, you you pay for it. Um, I was cheap and did not. But I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. I just, I think there's so many plants out there. And then the, and the people that develop them, they have like great ideas, but maybe they aren't as planty people as. Oh, like they're. They're more um, about the development of the app as opposed to being a plant lover. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to say that both apps I found were maybe a little bit behind the hot trends of plants. That was just my idea. But there was one, and I cannot find it. And it was a plant. It was just like a game you could play, where it, like plant trivia. Um, it wasn't, Amanda has one. It's a little more technical in the terms they use <laughs> advanced <laughs> yeah um it's a little more it's, it's for hardcore botany nerds but it's so much fun yeah this one was a little a little more simple and uh i wanted to i seen it when i was at work and i was like oh i gotta download that when i get home because i don't have wi-fi at work and so i didn't download it when i got home and now i can't remember what it was called but it was actually it was kind of fun it it had a fun like little Little things on there that when you're looking at the app that you kind of thought, I thought that would be a fun one. Just little quizzes, maybe help you learn a little bit more, fill in your, that time while you're waiting, because everybody has to wait for something sometimes. Those are my, my little suggestions that I tried out. So between Blossom and Flourish, you would recommend Flourish? Well, I think if you're willing to pay Blossom. The only thing is, like I said, it didn't, I couldn't find a light meter on it. Um, and that might be something that's once you pay for it, you get, because there's always, you know, only so much info they give you ahead of time, but I didn't find a light meter, but Flourish, yeah, I think for a free one, Flourish was pretty, pretty decent. But like I said, I think the Planta, it, it's got more stars, put it that way, but very similar. Okay. Very cool. Amanda, what did you, uh, what did you download? Okay. So I, I downloaded a few apps. Um, I'm always looking for something that because I have an unnatural love of lists. Um, I'm always looking for something to take my like paper copy of my my plant list, like my my life list of plants, stuff I've had, stuff I've sold, so on and so forth. And I'd very much like to have a digital one at some point so I can be like, do I have this at home? And look it up really quickly. Because right now I rely on memory. I'm pretty good at not getting doubles, but sometimes it happens, especially like with my orchids and that, because I'm not as good with the names on those. So I'm like, this is cool. I'm like, oh, great. I already have one. Um, so I, I downloaded a, a couple of different apps. Um, the So I, I decided I'd try a plant care one because that's they're they're hot. They're trending, that sort of stuff. Not really what I'm looking for, but I thought I'd give one a try. So I downloaded uh, Hedera, or it's H-E-D-I-R-A, Plant Care. And it is beautiful. 
It is very, very pretty. Um, the first thing that it does uh, prior to letting you even enter a plant is you have to set up an account with an email and a password, all nine yards. So once you've got your account set up and then you have to select from their list of available plants. Mm. So they have three or four different Hoyas in there, which is great. You know, it's, it's more than a lot of them have. But I have still yet to figure out how to add in a plant that they don't have on mm. their list. Yep. And it gives you really great information on what they like. I, I was impressed. They did have whale fin sansevarias in there, uh, which is not particularly common. But I found the app in itself difficult to navigate. And when I did find one of my plants that they had on the app, I couldn't add any additional information about it. I couldn't say where I got it, um, what it was when I got it. Was it a cutting? Was it rooted? Was it a plant? So on and so forth. And I just found it really bulky and difficult to work around. Also, within three minutes of setting up my account with the junk email that we all use when we're setting up accounts on stuff we're not sure we're going to keep, yeah. <laughs> it was already putting notifications up on my phone and just dinging away. I'm like, uh-uh, no, I, I don't like stuff where I have to fight with turning off notifications. I never really thought about that because my junk, where my where I send my junk, I don't even have hooked up to my phone. Oh, so yeah. I might have had that too with those apps. Oh yeah, Curious. I don't think I put in a. I don't think I signed in to one. Did I, I maybe I, I, did. I didn't have a choice with that one. I had to sign in before I could even look at their interface. That's interesting. It was off putting actually. Yeah. Like uh, straight out of the gate, I was like, mm, I don't think I like you. You know, oh, I did create an account on Planta. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, at least let me have a look around before, you know, you make me sign up. Yeah. And it was free to, it was a free account. So that's, that's wonderful. But yeah, sometimes free is not so free. Yeah. It's, I, I it's going to get deleted. When it's free, you're the product. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, the one that I actually did quite like is called Plant Diary. And you can go through there and um, add whatever plant you want in whichever way you want to name it. So I prefer to go by Latin. I go by Latin. You can put your common names in there as well. Doesn't matter. Uh, and so you go in there and it, you take a picture of your actual plant from your phone. So you can go and then go later on and add uh, additional diary entries. If something blooms, you can take a picture of the bloom. And it has the option for calendar notifications at all as well. That's kind of cool. So it, it, you, you can put in a watering schedule and all that sort of stuff. It's automatically got a spot in there for cost and condition. And you can add additional entries to each plant. So, you know, I can go into my Hoyalatifolia that I put in there and say my cat knocks it off the shelf in three weeks and it's dead, um, I can go into my notifications and say, had a funeral for my cat today, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, and, and add additional journal entries into, I, I would never. I, I, I'd the word never diary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds exactly up your alley because you kind of did a spreadsheet very similar to that. 
oh, yeah. on your own. Yeah. Because you're the, the lover of lists. I like lists. I just do not have organization. Nobody loves lists like lists. I love lists. It's, it's unnatural. Like, yeah. So I'm just reading some reviews on the one you're talking about, The Plant Diary. Yeah. And just as a warning, it looks like, according to this person's review, it looks like they can't move all the data from one phone to another. That would be frustrating. But I'm not sure why that, how that could be the case if you're setting up an, an, account. an account. See, it didn't ask me to set up an account oh, in, okay. in this one, which was really nice. Okay. But I imagine that, uh, like, I, I'm Android. Mm-hmm. So a, I, most of my apps are backed up through my Google account. Right. You know, I, there yeah, might be this, a place this, this review can... is actually from the play.google.com. Okay. Yep. Uh, listing for this app. So I don't know if it's, if maybe there is a way and this person didn't know, but that is kind of an interesting item yeah. to know. And uh, that would actually be um, uh, an issue for me. The, the one that I use currently for my, my plant list is actually not a plant app at all. It's called Memento Database. And you can go into it. It's cumbersome to use because you got to figure out how to. Um, it, it, you kind of have to code a little bit. It's it's awkward to use, but once you get it set up, it, it's really neat because it syncs to your Google Documents. So oh, I, that's nice. Yeah, I I can set it to. I can add my plants in there. I set it to sync to my Google Docs, so I I can pull up my ever so satisfying spreadsheet, <laughs> see what's still alive and what's dead. Yeah. Um I did a couple other apps though. Um I I did a few plant light meter apps and I played around with a few of them. The one that I found the easiest to use and, and the most straightforward was called Plant Light Meter. I remember seeing the sparkle in your eyes when you found that. Yeah. It was fun because that was when we were discussing this. And then she measured the sparkle in her eyes with her new light meter. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I, I downloaded a few other uh, HPJ light meter and one that was just called Lux. I found plant light meter to be the most straightforward. They had a really good plant database where you could kind of look up, maybe not your specific plant, but something similar to it. So it, could t- it would tell you bright indirect light. And while everybody's going, what the hell is bright indirect light? You open up the app on your phone. And what you do is you set your phone at on the top of your plant, like the highest point on your plant, facing towards the light, whichever your light source is, whether it's a window, a light, what have you. And it does give you a measurement in lux, which is nice. And it's a great way to learn what kind of, you know, light measurement you should have. But it would say bright light, shade bright indirect so on so forth and what have you it was actually really fun that one there i can see me keeping on my phone yeah i can see you keeping that and i remember how excited you were and i'm so just uh well i have in my head what i think is low light medium light highlight bright light direct light you know i have that in my head kind of and i just go off that and then i'll be like "Hmm, that plant's not doing so good that's that's my light meter well very technical compared to me i'm kind of bohemian I I use the same, you know, two eyeballs light meter as well. 
I'm like, yeah, that, that works. And, and I can judge by the way my plants look. But I think if you're just starting out, oh yeah, I think it can be a completely valuable tool. Because it's, you get a lot of questions. I see a lot of questions like, <laughs> what is medium light? And then you get people because they, uh, they'll be like, oh, that's a low light plant. Hey, what can I put in my bathroom that has no light? Nothing. Not that, that's plants. not low, like even though you can stand in there and maybe like see where the toilet is and see where the sink is doesn't necessarily mean that that's low light that's no light and there is no no light plants yeah so it's yeah it, i thought it was a really good starting spot for a lot of stuff yeah. and it's low light is not something like if if i ask chris to describe it and i ask you sue to describe it and myself we would all describe something different and it would mean something completely different to whomever was listening to us, right? Yeah. I think too, especially in our area of the world, the sun has different power at different times of the year. Oh, yeah. So you kind of almost need to, if you're using the sun as a light source, you'd almost want to check in every quarter and see. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, well, yeah. And even like the house we live in now, because we get beautiful sunsets. In the summer... Like there's a farm right behind our house. And in the summer, the sun is setting on one side of the farm. And in the winter, it sets on the other side. Yep. So that, you know, if you're not direct north, direct south, direct east, mm-hmm. if that's going to, those kinds of things are going to change how much light's hitting your plants as well. Well, and it gets to a different spot on the horizon every year here. Like yeah. uh, three weeks ago, when the, at two o'clock in the afternoon, the sun wasn't even above our greenhouses at work just because we're in a bit of a valley and just the way we're situated but the sun wasn't actually coming over top of the greenhouses yeah you know whereas in the summer you're looking straight up yeah yeah it doesn't it's kind of neat and i think it's great for people that want to myself i wouldn't get too technical to with it i would i would be a roundabout i'd be like oh yeah cool well, and um, that was the nice part about it is, is that you didn't have to get technical. All the other ones that I went into, you had to calibrate and all of this sort of stuff. All the other ones I went into, you had to calibrate and all this other stuff. And you had to know what measurement you were going for. This one, yeah. it was just like, yay, good, boo, bad. Like it, it was really fun that way. So I wonder if there's one where you can be like, I have a Clothia. And then you can like hold your phone around and then it would be like, this is where you should put your clay. And actually you can look up plants in that app and it will tell you if it's a suitable amount of light for that. Oh, plant. okay. So that's close. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That is actually a good one. Cause that is a, a common question people have. Like yeah. Planta yeah. will do that as well. Oh yeah. Which is, that's really yeah. neat. And I think Planta as an all round kind of, this does everything seemed really good. Yeah. I would have to say, I think even from reviews and stuff, the Planta is probably the best all around one. Mm-hmm. I think this review of Planta is interesting. Uh, this person is mentioning that the app doesn't take the pot size into consideration. So the developer has said that they're working on that. But I mean, at the same time, you can't trust your app to tell you how to keep your plants alive if like visually you're seeing that yeah. they're not healthy. Like, if it's wilted. Yeah. It don't, don't wait for the app. No, no. <laughs> well, like, do you need to wait for the app to be like, well, that's too big of a pot size or that's too small? Like, I mean, at that well, point, are you growing the plant or are you having an app grow the plant for yeah, you? Yeah, like this person's saying that they have some ferns and some ferns were in small pots and some were in big pots. And so when they were putting their ferns into the app, the app didn't know what size of pot the plant the, the plant was in. So the app couldn't then turn around and tell them when to water based on the pot size. Which, yeah, and 
the the other catch twenty two with pot size, right? So you've had you have this two inch pot plant that you've just recently potted up into a four inch pot. That pot's going to take a lot longer to dry down than a plant that's been in that same forage yeah. pot for the last two years and is desperately in need of transplanting and needs to be watered every 24 hours. So what they need to come up with is something that you could purchase that you could put into your phone jack or like I have an iPhone, so we don't really have a phone jack, but where you plug it in um, and then you can dip it into your plant and it would tell you the moisture meter. Or you could just buy a moisture meter. Oh, I mean, if we're talking <laughs> about apps. I'm True. True. If or you, there's it, a moisture meter. I bet you there is one out there. Where there's a moisture meter that hooks up to your phone. Oh, there's got to be a Wi-Fi one. Be. I mean, if you can get a thermometer for that, yeah. you can get a moisture meter for that. Oh, Chris is on it. She's got the Google machine out. She is on yeah. it. But it, that's what I mean. Like, I just feel that sometimes at, at what point is the app growing the plant for you? True. And, and there's there's things that... But I think what where the apps are really valuable is... um getting you into a routine where you start to think about plants like yeah it's going to notify you for the first few weeks and then it's going to start to kick in on its own you're going to be like yeah it's about time for that one to water oh yeah I think that part's great I'm just talking about like you know taking into pot size and getting getting very you know the app can't do all the work yeah the app can't do all the work I think that's what I liked about uh, plant diary is because you could put notifications in there so if it's a plant that you know dries out fast you know, you can shorten that notification. It doesn't help, though, well, if you have no idea where to start. And I think you have to think of where the app creators come from and where you live because it's so different. And like a lot of a lot of stuff comes from like warm, sunny states in the U.S. OK, most of the world is warmer than us. Yeah. And, well, exactly. But that makes also a difference in like the dryness. Like you um, hear a lot of people say, oh, in the winter, you don't water near as much. <laughs> I find up here because it's so dry. We, I go through water way more. I water more in the winter yeah, here too. Yeah, absolutely. So I think you have to take that into consideration as well. So I did find a moisture meter and app. It's by Ryobi. Um, and it looks like you Ryobi's plug it in. Looks stuff. like you plug it into the to your headphone jack. So of course, we don't really have those anymore. So you'd want the, I have the dongle. One. Amanda has one because she's Android. Because um, <laughs> Android rules. But it actually looks like it's more for detecting water content in wood, drywall, and cement, that kind of thing. Um, it has like this little square with two metal pointy um, prongs. Prongs, thank you, on it. Gotcha. That's where right, you I can gotcha. like, you like insert this into something. So I don't, I don't think it's quite what we're looking for here, but maybe there is something out there that, that would do that. And it does connect mm-hmm. to the phone and then it is an app that provides you with the information. Yeah. Yeah, and being Ryobi, like they're pretty good. That's pretty good power tools. And I just don't think that, that this particular thing would work for plants. No. Uh, it's more for wood and drywall and that kind of thing. Mind you, a moisture reading should be a moisture reading. Well, um, if you want to get really technical, what you can do is weigh your plant when it's saturated and then weigh it every day afterwards. Then you can do some simple calculations to find your percentage of moisture loss. And yeah. Wow, that was that was way too smart for me at this time of day. Well, <laughs> welcome to my work day. That was um, way, I was like, wow, that's that's a lot of work. Yeah, I see a lot of moisture meters that are not on the phone, and that's probably fine. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I I did download one more app that is uh, you mentioned it, Sue. Uh, so are any of those uh, hardcore botany nerds out there? 
because I'm sure you're all lined up listening to us. <laughs> um, they probably cringe. <laughs> well, I, I, I downloaded Plants Quiz and I have a hard time. Like, it, it's it's a struggle sometimes. It is a challenging, it's challenging quiz. Encyclopedia. It is very technical. Yeah, I was going to say encyclopedia, like technical, um, proper terms, proper. Oh, yeah. And yeah, like, it, not even like, okay, so they go from like, proper latin t- names like all the way up to like very like monocots and dicots which is your basic division of plant types right so, right yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, my inner nerd is showing <laughs> but it's it, it's fun and it's honestly it, it's free and who knows you might learn something otherwise you could just have fun guessing yeah, I noticed that there was lots. I mean, I didn't really look into any of them, but when I just looked up plant apps and everything, there's lots of like, reminded me of like a Tamagotchi, like a modern day Tamagotchi. Yeah. So we used to have these little keychain things with this little animal thing, that egg, and you'd have to hatch it. Oh, yeah. And then you'd have to push buttons and feed it and do all this stuff at the same time. So they have like plant versions of those games. I and there's one. lots of them. I, I have one it's on my uh, phone that is, uh, yeah, it is exactly that. Yeah. I think it's called terrarium. Like it's... I don't have enough trouble keeping my own plants alive. <laughs> Although I will say I have been much more well behaved, and even have new growth on some plants. Yeah, in the you middle have... winter. Oh, uh, you terrarium! You can't even kill them. Like it's like your plants are producing a lot of oxygen while you're gone. Oh, you should come water your plant. Like you, you don't lose anything. But like seriously, it is a haven for advertisements. <laughs> oh yeah, they yeah. would be. I, I haven't figured out why I would potentially pay because literally you just upgrade levels and buy more plants and watch them grow. I haven't actually there there's zero other point to it other than making buying plants and making them grow. <laughs> I have one game on my phone. It's not a plant game. It's the only game that's on my phone and it's a word game. <laughs> it's like a cross kind of like a crossword. Oh gee Sue, I wish I could be as cool as you when I'm sixty. That's how, that's, that's, that's my inner geek is I play like a crossword game on my phone. That's the only game I have. So maybe I should download a Tamagotchi plant and grow a plant and see how fun it is. Everywhere you go. Yeah. All right. Let's do a recap then. So I would not, well, I actually shouldn't, I can't say I wouldn't recommend Plant Guide. I think it's interesting. It looks like a huge database. Of plants, so if that's something that you're interested in, I would say go have a look at it. Um, but I think there's a lot of information in it, so it's a little, it was a little overwhelming, I guess, when I jumped in there. And then again, when I was looking for a Hoya, it gave me one. When I was like, "What? Like that's not very many." So <laughs> there's so many different kinds. Um, and then I had plant watering reminder. Um, lots of ads. I just opened it up again, immediately got an ad. So I'm going to say like, that's annoying. It was simpler to use and you can actually purchase the app. I think it's like a couple bucks if you want to turn those ads off. So if you're looking for a simpler interface, um, and it's literally just saying like, when do you want me to remind you to water your plants? And that might be a good fit. I really did enjoy Planta. Um, it has its flaws for sure, but at the same time, the interface is really nice. 
And it's going to tell me when my plants leave fertilizing. So I think that that is going to be a really good thing for me uh, to use this app for because um, I need, I definitely need that reminder. And I like that it knows where I am in the world and it knows like what my weather is and, you know, what, when plants should and shouldn't be watered because it's going to give me different schedules in the summer compared to the winter, which I think is really interesting. So uh, again, though, I did purchase the, subscription so there is a free version of this app with less uh, obviously there's like you get less of the features but um i didn't mind trying it out and paying for it for, for this go around and maybe i'll check in later and we'll see how it goes yeah yeah i, te- I checked out blossom it's not bad you have to pay for it um i believe if you don't pay for it you only can put in like two or three plants um to keep track of but i think overall it was pretty decent it might be worth it if if you're okay with that paying for that um once you pay for it probably don't get the ads either um but it's pretty high rated it's pretty good so i think if um like planta if you you know want to check out and pay for it then i think that would be a good one to check out then there's flourish if you don't want to pay you want like planta but you don't want to pay for it um check out flourish a little lower a little lower rating on that one i think it was a little more poorly designed sorry developers because i'm no computer whiz trust me you do a better job than me but um compared to like planta i'd have to say i think out of all of them planta would be my favorite pick too cool so um i I guess my three big ones um hadira plant care it was pretty um but i found it very limited in the information. I still can't figure out how to add my own plants that aren't on their list. And I couldn't figure out how to add any notes. Um, It asks you some seemingly random questions. I just, I found it cumbersome and I found it awkward. And there was a ton of notifications on my phone, which I'm, that it just irritates me. And I think nowadays, anything that comes free, you're going to have that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, I imagine that it would be easy to transfer over to another phone, being that the very first thing that you have to do when you open it is create an account. Um, I did. I, I liked Plant Diary. Um, there's some people that say that it's difficult to transfer the information from phone to phone, which would be incredibly frustrating, especially if you'd been using it for years and then all of a sudden lost everything. Um, I really did like the, uh, the flexibility in it. You can put in any plant you want under any name that you want. So you can put Satin Pothos in there. You can put Kevin behind it. You take a picture of your own plant. So, and you can track your growth. And you can set up reminders for watering, all of that sort of stuff. Um, I think I'll probably still continue to use Me- Memento database because I've got myself a pretty good database built up there, but there's no reminders in there. And then as far as like free, easy, fun, useful, I'm going to say plant light meter. That one was actually a really, it was a really shining star. They had a great database in there and it was easy to use. It was rewarding and it was free. I didn't get bombarded with ads. I didn't get bombarded with notifications. Uh, that's That's an important part. Yeah. And I, trying to remember i think that one might even let you take pictures of your specific location as well cool okay cool yeah um you know for databasing we have 
or even just record keeping, we've stumbled across a fairly popular platform called Notion. It's notion.so. It has an app and we actually use it to run a lot of our company now. So if you're looking for somewhere to database that is really intuitive and it's got a really nice interface it's, and it, I think it actually does give you reminders as well. Oh, um, that might be something to check out also. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that one out because Memento is difficult to use. It is cumbersome. Yeah. Notion's very easy and I think it's been around for a little while now. Um, but we, like I say, just stumbled across it recently and it's been really great and it might solve some of the problems that you're talking about. Will it sync to my Google Docs though? I'm not, I want to say yes, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face there was priceless. You're just like, what? What? Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I want to say yes, but, um, uh, maybe double check on that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh. It's a cool app as well. Obviously, you can apply that to anything, not just plants. But Well, and that was the same thing with Memento, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. I use it to track my overtime at work as well. That's a different database I have in it. If anybody cares. And a different podcast. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, though. Uh, I do work plants. Well, listeners out there, if you have any favorite plant apps, we'd really love to hear what they are. Uh, feel free to post that on our Facebook page or, you know, message us on Instagram or send us an email. And we'll definitely take a look. There's so many apps out there. Uh, there's got to be ones we're missing. I'm actually excited oh, yeah. to see what other people oh, are using. There's so many. Completely. Because yeah. it's like you go in there and it's, wow, there's just so many. So oh, yeah. Pages for days. Yeah. I just rando pick some myself. But. That's pretty much what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any final words on plant apps or kind of anything, ladies? I think you just need to figure out what works for you. If Absolutely. You, yeah. I think you have to find And I think it's okay to open up an app and be like, nope, and then leave. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will download just about any app and I'll open it up and be like, eh, no, delete. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I hold no prisoners when it comes to that. All right. Well, thanks for that, ladies. Uh, it was fun to do that homework. And I'm hoping that <laughs> this plant app will keep me more responsible because I have been more responsible. And I'm really proud of that, you guys. You've been doing really well. Yeah, right? Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, and to everyone out there, thanks so much for listening. We hope that you learned a little bit about plant apps. And we definitely, like we said, do want to hear if you are using any yourself. If you'd like to be on the podcast, you can look on our social media and see how to do that. Um, and to find our social media, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash fancy plants podcast, Instagram at fancy plants podcast, or you can email us social at fancy plants podcast. Uh, dot com and thanks again for listening we'll see you next week when we're talking plants bye come on sugar mama get your green I love a green the fancy plants oh yeah